0: Previously on Cat normal the crew of Melora's Borealis had cleared out the Smuggler's Cove of the crew of the Sea Ghost, where they knew it would lay anchor sometime soon. Learning the signal that would signify that it was safe to come into the cove, the crew disguised themselves as assorted pirates, while myself disguised myself as the first mate Bjorn, and then the crew jumped aboard. The naughty dreams and headed towards the Durated Sea Ghost. Once aboard, we started hatching our plan of planting powder kegs aboard the ship and freeing the prisoners, but our disguise was discovered by the bosun of the ship. We dispatched of him and now we continue our quest to take down the durated Sea Ghost. Will we be successful or will we the- be the ones going down with the ship? Let us find out on Chaotic Normal, The Shattered Isles.
2: The center of the cabin sits a plain wood table on which stands a pewter flagon and a pewter mug. Beside the table is a wooden chair and hanging over the table an unlit hooded lantern. Also hanging from the ceiling at the aft end of the cabin is a large cage that holds a parrot apparently asleep. Next to the hull hangs an unoccupied hammock, beneath which is a brass-bound wooden sea chest. In the room, there is a single door leading uh, to the left, as well as a narrow staircase that likely leads up to the deck.
0: Um, hmm. kind of tempted to take this parrot. I've kind of always wanted one.
3: Right, right now.
0: Well, what, before you know, before we blow this place up.
3: Oh, okay. You're not gonna like attune yourself to the parrot right now, though, right?
0: Not right now, but we'll bring it on board, and it'll it'll warm up to us. The first mate on the Golden Maid had a parrot. Its name was Mittens. What? Uh, on my dad's old ship, his first mate had a parrot named Mittens. Why? They're good company.
3: No, why was it named Mittens?
0: Oh, I don't know. He was he was a weird guy. He oh. actually he actually couldn't speak but telepathically communicated with the parrot and he spoke through it.
3: Are you sure?
0: No, I always kind of got the feeling that he was just didn't like to speak and just had the spirit parrot speak through him and the parrot was very profane. It said some things that I would not not dare repeat in mixed company. Anyway, very, what?
3: I'm really glad I know this about you. <laughs>
0: Just adding some flavor to the world.
3: We open this door.
2: (laughs) The parrot squawks.
0: Oh, hey. Hey there, pal.
3: That's what you want on our ship.
0: (gasps) What's your name, champ?
3: Kundrakar! Kundrakar!
0: Kundrakar. You you know it? Your voice reminds me of...
2: Kundrakar! (laughs) Kundrakar! Beneath the tooth lights, Kundrakar!
0: Beneath... Can you... Hey, parrot, can you say tickle corn for me?
2: Kundrakar! Kundrakar!
0: Beneath okay. the tooth lies Kundrakar!
2: Beneath the tooth lies Kundrakar. Uh, Zelnurn, as the rest of them sit there trying to chat with a parrot, you are awestruck with the uh, words this parrot is shouting at you. <gasps> Kundrakar! Kundrakar! You, while the rest of them Kundrakar might mean nothing, you, having been raised by the albino dwarves of the Shattered Isles, are undoubtedly filled with stories of Kundrakar. Kundrakar, as I grab my lore, uh, Kundrakar is an ancient dwarven stronghold that once dominated in the Shattered Isles before the Everstorm broke them. The mountain with which, in which the stronghold was housed was scattered and broken apart from the mainland and lost. The, uh, the stronghold as well as the treasures within, have long been lost. But it's said that Kundrakar was home to Durgeddin, the smith. Durgeddin... Was no or had forged a legendary cache of weapons, uh, some or that no one's blades could, or hammers or bows or uh, bolts or st- any steel of any kind could compare to. It said that he wielded a forge uh, in which fury itself was bound. Durgedin the Smith. Their crafted weapons so powerful, so mighty that they allowed the uh, ancient of dwarves of the shattered isles to hold uh, to hold their own and never succumb to the will of the ancient ones. But Kundrakar has long been lost, and now you have a parrot here shouting, "Kundrakar, Kundrakar!" Beneath the tooth lies Kundrakar.
4: You guys, I think I know who that is. It's, and then I repeat what you just said, but it takes me about twice as long.
1: Nice. Very nice.
0: Hmm. So you want the parrot too, huh, learn?
4: Well, as long as so-
5: someone takes him, I think that will be okay. Yeah, all
0: right. <laughs> we'll bring it with us, don't worry.
5: Parrot, are you saying below here?
0: The where tooth. we are now?
2: Beneath the tooth lies Kundrakar! Kundrakar!
0: Alright, let's put that let's put the sheet sheet over your cage, huh champ? Go to car,
2: go to His wings <laughs> flapping as you put the sheet over, and then well, he seems to go to bed because it's bedtime now.
0: Well, where's the <laughs> tooth? Wait before you fall asleep. I, I don't think he knows. It's just a phrase he's heard.
2: Okay. I don't know how
1: long we're gonna be in this room, but in case it's longer than 15 minutes, I'm gonna start casting Detect Magic as a ritual.
2: Alright, you start slowly casting this ritual. Uh, and you've been doing it for maybe a few minutes as they're discussing this, uh, these the finer points of Kundrakar with uh, the parrot, uh, who has not told you his name because he's a parrot. Um, what do you do? There's a sea chest in here, a staircase leading up to the main deck, and a door.
0: Oh, should I grab Phil? He'd be able to open this chest. Yeah, you keep focusing on that ritual. Um, I'm going to go grab Phil.
2: You turn back towards uh, to go grab Phil. Meanwhile, we cut to Phil. You've just finished smothering this man, and you're sitting, uh, you're sitting in that room waiting. When you hear the door, uh, for, to the cargo hold open, you see a you see a worried looking pirate sneaking his way into the room. He closes the door behind him quickly. Uh, or, and quickly like shoves a uh, crate in front of it. He turns around to see you there and says. Shit, I thought they were bluffing. He pulls his scimitar out and says, Looks like it's coming to your death. Roll initiative. Uh, Oh boy. Phil, as uh, the pirate that they left behind has come to narc on them.
6: Guys, you know you gotta be pirates and kill everyone.
2: 18. 18 uh, compared to his. 10, you have an uh, initiative. What do you do?
6: Uh I'm going to make one of me cannons. I'm going to create my force ballista. Um and then
2: <laughs> what fucking overkill.
6: Yeah, so. Well, All
2: right.
0: That's an
6: hour. Oh, okay. Um uh create yeah. my force ballista, one bonus action to attack with it. Um can I Ready the. This is a question. Can I ready the spell so when he descends the stairs? So he I shoot came him? out of
2: the cargo hold. He didn't descend any stairs. The oh, cargo holds was the same level the as you. Yeah.
6: Wait, is it that one single pirate? Is it? Yeah, just uh, the one pirate. Oh, Falfritoff?
2: No, Falfritoff's unconscious. They left one pirate alive, and he's just stepped out of that room. Come for you. Oh, well, he seemed to be trying to sneak through, only to realize that you got you were real. When they said we left a guard in there, he didn't seem to buy it
6: oh okay yeah um sorry i misunderstood yeah i'm gonna hit him with my force ballista uh 20 to hit that's definitely a hit and 2d8 is four damage plus four so i did eight damage to him and then knocked Uh him back
2: He cries back, slammed against the wall, gasping out in pain. The wind knocked out of him, so he's not able to cry for help. Do you have uh, any other action, or is that it?
6: That's it. That's it. Sorry. Uh,
2: He he realizes you're blocking the stairs, so he charges towards you, and he tries to shove you out of the way. Uh, He got a 14 on his athletics check. Make an athletics check contested by his 14. It is. You can also use acrobatics if you'd prefer, but recall, with your one leg, you have disadvantage.
6: Uh, I got a 14 too.
2: Alright, uh, he tries to shove you, but you manage to brace your leg, your peg leg against the step, and it slams in, you're locked in, You can't. he can't seem to shove you back. What do you do, Phil? He's trying right. to shove you back so he can get up the stairs to warn the crew of the invaders. And he's sitting there, the wind's still knocked out of him, so he can't cry for help.
6: Uh, I'm gonna
2: attack him with my dagger, 14 to hit. You plunge the dagger into him six damage he dies in your arms blood spilling over you
6: okay um
2: mother fucker. okay
6: uh, is the door wide open
2: yeah into the cargo hold where you see you don't see anyone else in there
6: uh okay um i'm gonna i noticed the barrels phil has hit a body before i put a body in a barrel
2: you find that the first barrel already has a body in it, so you seal that one up and you find another <laughs> one. In fact, you do this enough times, you realize there's more bodies in these barrels than the other players had left in there. I mean, there's at least one body that the pirates had put in a barrel. But eventually <laughs> you find a barrel that you that's free and unclaimed. You stuff this body in. Okay. Uh, you've sealed him away.
6: Can I try and guess? Can I walk up to the door and try and open it?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, do you go to the left or right? Uh Oh, there's two doors in here? There's two doors in the cargo hold.
6: Uh, I go to whatever one they didn't go to. Can we? Can I do that? Or do I have to guess left or Tell right? Tell me, left or right? Left.
2: Uh, you walk towards a door and you find it locked and you're unable to open it. God
6: damn it. It's fucking all these doors locked. When I get out of here, I'm going to go to the closest bar and find a big titted lass.
2: <laughs> you hear an unlocking sound in the door. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Wait, what was that? I tried the doorknob. <laughs> the door opens. Nice. <laughs> hey guys, uh you step in actually this one leads to a different room. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. So, hello, uh, is anyone so in here? You step into what appears to be Are you fine? Uh, this cabin occupies half the stern section of this deck with one bulkhead running along the center line of the ship along this bulkhead leading up in the direction of the bow is an enclosed companionway, which is a staircase leading up at its foot of, uh, or at the foot of that staircase, a door in the central bulkhead leads to the other part of the stern. That's the other part of the officer's uh, quarters where the other players are at. <laughs> so. Um, "'On this door to the other uh, officer quarter, on that door hangs a dark blue cloak. "'A single bunk, the bed linen heaped in a pile, is set against the hull. "'At its foot is a brass-bound wooden chest, its lid closed. "'Under the bunk is a brass box, also closed. "'In the center of the cabin, a plain wooden table is bolted to the deck, "'and on it are two books, one open and propped up against the other.' Beside the table is a wooden chair hanging from the ceiling over the table. An unlit hooded lantern. Just after the hook that holds the lantern is a hatch measuring three feet on a side. So there is a hatch in this room. Uh, Yeah, just after the hook, there's a hatch. There's a chest and there is a box.
6: Obviously, I go to the cloak first and feel it. You rifle
2: through the cloak.
6: Man, this thing's nice. You find a
2: you find a key in the cloak's pocket.
6: Oh damn. Sweet. Okay. Uh Phil starts to pilfer. He doesn't even read the books, he picks them up, stuffs them in the bag of holding. Is the chest big enough to put in the bag of holding?
2: Uh it seems to be bolted down. But oh. it, as you grab at it, you find that it is not locked.
6: Oh, okay. Um I it contains
2: it. garments and a pair of boots, mostly quite old, but reasonably clean. From the size of it, you recognize it all as belonging to Bloody Bjorn.
6: Uh, I laugh as I, I'm putting all this in my bag. Yeah, I I stood in the room, that guy died in front of me, and I just waited here the entire time. <laughs> I put all this shit away, and then I go over to the, uh, There's the still hatch. The brass
2: bo- There's also still the brass box under the bed, which you do find to be locked. You produce the key, putting it that you've just found in the cloak you put it in uh, and inside you find neatly counted row after row of silver piece clearly a bulk payment um in fact you can tell that this it's like not like loose coins it's like this person neatly organized row after row oh, of wow. coins like basically the way you'd get like coins from a bank um and rapidly you count it out there are five rows or sorry there's two stacks of ten rows each row containing 50 silver coins, meaning there is, if my math is correct, there are 500 silver pieces in this box.
1: Okay.
6: Wow, yeah, I did just what you wanted, boss. I watched the door the whole time. <laughs> I put it in my pocket.
2: All right, then there's a door and a hatch. You've shoved 10 pounds worth of coins into your bag of holding. What's there, the hatch? Help me understand
6: a- like, what it is. Is it like a metal hatch that opens up and like,
2: Oh, so it's like in the wall. There's like in the planks of the wall, there's like a three foot wooden hatch. Oh, not really a door, but it looks like it could act as a door. Like you could
6: crawl through it to the water.
2: Uh, Maybe into the water, maybe into the interior of the ship, like the space between walls.
6: Can I just like turn the hatch and crack it like slightly and put my ear to it?
2: Yes. Uh, You crack it, you turn it slightly uh, and inside, you find that there is, or you can't hear anything, but peering in, you see that there is a cramped area only four feet wide at its widest, as sandwiched between the adjacent cabin and the ship's stern. It contains eight large, irregularly shaped bundles wrapped in oil skin and bound with light rope. These are piled at random on the deck in this small chain, like hidden chamber as though thrown in casually as if they were tossed casually in there from the doorway.
6: Can I fish one out and open it?
2: Yeah. You unfurl it and you find inside 10, uh, well-made newly minted morning stars.
6: Well, can I fish one more out?
2: Open inside it? you find 10 newly made, well-made newly minted long swords.
6: Hmm. Huh, what would i do what would i do what would i do i can't fit all that shit in this bag can i
2: no it's your bag is plus you already put a bunch of shit in the last place i guess you would have unloaded that but you realize these are all getting pretty spacious you could fit one maybe two bundles of morning star or long sword and there's two more bundles in there it's clearly longs. you don't know what else is in there but there is two there's two more on Un- there's two more bundles you haven't grabbed yet. I don't want
6: to waste time doing a loot moment, but I want to open the bundles. I want to package uh, like my two favorites and then whatever's left. I want to hide it under the bed just in case like people come looking for it. So it right. slows them down a little
2: bit. Yeah. As you loop through all of it, you do find, so you find there's one bundle contains well-made morning stars one contains well-made long swords another containing well-made shields another containing uh, 20 javelins the shields you've seen you see have been painted and emblazoned with the design of a lizard with a forked tongue extended out oh
6: hell yeah this is badass i'm keeping one of these
2: <laughs> there's no indication of any sort uh on any of the uh mismatched bundles um like there's no indication of like who made this or what it's for just that there's this lizard folk symbol on, or like this lizard symbol on the shields and it clearly is equipment for war meanwhile in the other room you've been spending some time trying to get information out of this parrot um, and as you've been spending time in there trying to get information out of a parrot uh, Jules has been trying to perceive magic Jules you and do indeed notice that there is abjuration magic two counts of abjuration magic in fact, in this room one is on the door that you entered through it was arcane locked and one is on the uh, door at the top of the stairs that uh you did not enter through uh so you can confirm that there are those two counts of magic and let me confirm there is no other bonus magic there does not seem to be any other bonus magic okay easy peasy simple Um, however, as you're sitting in there and as you confirm that, okay, there isn't any other magic, you hear a knocking on the wood. As if on, and mind you, this seems to be in the hull, the fore of the ship, suggesting that that knocking is coming from outside of the ship, or at least on the hull of the vessel, a rattling and a crashing sound. Are
1: there any portholes? no okay that's disturbing potentially do i hear any noises from
2: is anyone like screaming above deck like some catastrophes happening or uh you may uh you kind of listen with your ears where else would you listen with and there doesn't seem to be any chaos having risen yet and it just seems to be like a single source pounding on one wall in the room okay the wall opposite of the stairs, and next to the door that leads into the rest of the officer's quarters. Okay. And you all hear this, except for Phil. I I don't detect any magic coming from that area? There is no magic coming from
1: that area. Okay. Well, I'm going to just keep my eyes. My eyes are a little, like, kind of bloodshot looking as they have the ability to perceive magic. And I just keep that up looking around as we move around
3: Can we open the door?
2: Yeah, uh, Celeste you open the door and you almost attack um, on reflex as you see a pirate in the other room uh, in the act of shoving a bundle full of weapons underneath a bed Uh, However, before you can uh, thorn whip the man you realize it's Phil actively stuffing goods into uh, into his bag of holding
3: Johnny Ocean? Cat's going to go find you.
2: It's Danny.
6: I'm not. Johnny's my brother. Shut up.
3: (laughs) Aren't you you supposed to, like, what what are you doing here?
6: I'm watching the door to make sure no one's coming.
3: Watching the wrong door. What's in your arms? I I got stuff around you.
6: Keep it down. I got this for you.
2: This is our uh, secret. As you say that, (laughs) Zilnern steps into the room. Hey, do you see a tooth in here?
6: <laughs> <laughs> a tooth? What the? What the fuck are you talking about?
4: <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a dwarf thing. Well, let me know. Oh, you mean that I- those islands? That set yeah, of islands? Talking
3: about a place. That bird.
4: Yeah. Well, you, you know some
5: islands that look like teeth.
6: Yeah, that guy's dying. Word was something about these islands. I I held him in my arms, and he passed away from his fever. It was Wait, really sad.
5: That- we have to go there. That's where the treasure okay. is.
6: Yeah, I could probably take you there.
5: Well, yeah. not right this second, but yeah, let's let's do it once we blow up the ship.
6: Okay. Hey, I got all this shit for us, but I was hiding it under the bed for later. Oh.
0: Good,
2: good work. This is enough to outfit your ship with proper weapons. Recall that you only had what people like brought on board. Damn. So hey. if you did manage to smuggle this off, you would have a fully equipped uh, vessel of weapons. However, how are you? you it doesn't all fit and w- fills back. Were you
4: guys thinking that these lizard folks on here were um, like pals with the pirates, or are they like prisoners somewhere here? I think they are like made a deal with the pirates.
1: From- yeah, yeah I mean, but then
4: like, where are they in like a back room? Oh, because they just need water. Okay. You hear well, the- a
2: pounding on the on the wall, dun 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 dun, coming from the bosun's cabin, dun dun
1: dun dun dun. No, 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 no. Hey Phil, oh, no. we should we should probably check that out. But Phil, I just want to say I'm really glad that you got to be with that man in his last moments. I think he was <laughs> yeah, probably really, really comforted.
3: That's really uh, generous. Alone of you. in
1: the end.
6: Yeah, you know I'm a softie at heart.
3: Uh, yeah, are you?
6: Something like that.
0: <laughs> I don't like uh, that laugh at all. I'm not sure, what that means.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we don't have time. We should
2: we should see what that pounding's all about.
0: Yeah, Romero goes to the pounding door. <laughs>
2: So you find yourself up against the wall where you hear the pounding coming from the other side of the wall in rapid, desperate, like almost frantic bursts. And then it quiets down for a second. And then again, it rebounds a hard do 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 do
0: There's a door on that wall, right?
2: No, you've only you've opened the only door. It connected the two uh, cabins. It seems to be coming from the wall adjacent to the door. So basically, you've got like a imagine the wall makes a T with the back wall. And the door is in the middle wall between the two rooms. There is a back wall, and it's the pounding is coming from that back wall. So it's at a right angle from the door. by as far as you can tell, it seems to be coming from the outside of the ship. The wall is made of planks of wood.
0: Um, can I attempt to pry one of the planks? Yeah, of, go ahead.
2: Like... Give me a strength athletics. And also, what are you prying it with?
0: Uh, I think my magic sword.
2: Okay. It uh, snaps in half. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I not Got him. Because it's magic.
0: Uh, athletics, 15.
2: Um, you pry at the door uh, for a 15. And uh, you quickly find that it doesn't seem to need to pry. But instead, something kind of loosens in it. And it slides back and off to the side in revealing that it was actually a secret. Oh, hiccup revealing that it was actually a secret door that you've just managed to pry and open up. And as it slides to the side, you a sloshing of water is heard, and you see that there is a low tank in this small, four-foot cramped space. There is a low tank that's maybe three feet high, filled with seawater that is just filthy and fetid. A man lay, Or, sorry, not a man. A woman lays in the seawater, her skin a golden blue... Or, uh, like golden green almost aqua blue color it seems to change in different directions it moves up to like and continues up to her face which has large uh like fins coming off where a human's ears might be uh she does not have hair but instead a uh, head covered in crested fins that go down towards her back making the appearance of hair down around or but where her waist comes in It goes out into a large, almost golden green fishtail. You realize there is a merwoman sitting in this small fetid tank that was hidden behind the bosun's wall. She looks up at you, um, and you see she is parched sickly and bubbles out to you. And it's clear to you she was pounding on the wall trying to get your help. I cast... Comprehend languages. It's a good call. Nice. Uh, you cast comprehend languages, and uh, as you do, she speaks out to, you, or you understand what she's saying to the best of your ability. It seems that while she's talking above water, it still muddles everything she says. Uh, as she echo, or to you, please help me, help me, please. I'm sick and filthy. Please. I need water, please. Okay. Can you understand comment? She looks at you with confusion. Uh, gosh, I
1: don't know if I can... can none of you speak uh, mer- mermaid, do you? Wet speak. I'm going to pretend I didn't one. ever learn the name of that. Um, uh, cursed should I her out of there? Uh, she's saying she needs help that uh, she needs water. Um can I well can I do I feel like I can trust this? Like what do you mean? Like from the other uh from what the pirates said, it didn't seem like this is something I would have expected to find. So I don't know if this is
3: Did he say they had a, a mermaid as captive as their slave?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I see, I see. Okay.
2: Yeah, uh, let's get her out of here. How do you oh, yeah. go about trying to get a merfolk out of this ship?
1: From what I know about merfolk, can they survive out of the water for
4: any period of time?
2: Uh, in the same sense that you can survive underwater for a period of time. Got it.
4: Wait, like I can survive underwater for a period no, of time?
1: No, like jewels. <laughs> like well, um, we could. Uh, oh, I have an idea. Could I use... Many of,
2: mind you, many of them are adept at holding the breath for longer, uh, and, and but they can't like just hang out on beaches super fine for a very long time. Can I use... Um...
1: Okay, I'm going to try this out to see how it works. I've never done something like this before. So while she's still in the barrel, I'm going to try reaching out and kind of feeling the water and moving it up. I'm going to try to shape water to see if I can keep it like around. Does she have gills?
2: she does have gills
1: i try to shape water to keep water around
2: her gills that's pretty great yeah i'll say that you can actively keep this fetid water around her gills Uh, you raise it up and uh when she realizes there's this water here it takes a few minutes for you to show her that she can come out of the tank and she does indeed flop her way out of the tank moving at a speed of uh 10 feet maximum on the land on uh, the ship As she pulls herself along hands, and uh, or on her elbows and hands, she looks around through the fetid water that's being held around her head to keep her uh, able to breathe, and her finned hands kind of pull along the ground, and she is in a miserable state as this wet fish monster drags itself across the ground. (laughs)
1: Uh, I threw kind of like gritted teeth since I'm doing something new. I say, uh, this is going to take a lot of focus if you guys can keep me from getting... Anything that would interrupt me, I really why don't to we, focus.
6: Why don't we grab another barrel and throw her in a barrel, and you could shape the water into the barrel, and then big, tough old turtle could carry her out in the That's
5: barrel.
2: That's a good idea. Yeah,
1: sure, let's do it.
2: So you uh, you, gra- you get back into the cargo hold. you grab another barrel this you dump a body out of that one you uh, please put the-, the body in
6: the water hold. Sorry to interrupt
2: there you go. <laughs> uh, you put her in there and uh, the water splashes around her. She looks up through uh, worried eyes and you hear her mouth out Thank you. Thank you. But as her mouth sinks below water, you realize that the garbled uh, bubble speak words that she was using as her head disappears below water, it almost sounds like sing song, like whale song. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Uh, going on beneath the water. Um, uh, and you only she's can tell thanking that us. And I, try uh, to,
1: I try to use whatever hand gestures I think might communicate. You're welcome. We'll, I'll let you we'll attempt keep you
2: safe. A charisma check with minus five because you're not sharing a language and you don't speak that ah, you have comprehend languages so that's true it's
1: a dirty zero
2: a dirty zero <laughs> <laughs> uh you communicate nothing to her maybe an <laughs> insult uh,
1: <laughs> i wiggle my fingers around uh incomprehensibly
2: unbeknownst to you what you've just said to her it's uh basically an insult meaning you're as dumb as a fish and they use it to mean like our fingers are being like lures and you're probably going to be trapped into the fisherman's pole Uh, (laughs) i I
1: get very sad looking at the look of um sadness that pops up
2: and because you speak comprehend languages you comprehend the message that you sent to her only after it's too late oh no um the uh, You seal the merfolk in, not so tightly that she is going to be stuck in there, but enough that the water doesn't splash out. You have found the merfolk captive and you are in the cargo hold. You've lost one barrel of po- or one powder keg, but you still have three powder kegs. Um, you look around this room where there is other powder kegs in here and you realize that there is still a full crew complement on this ship. There is a full outfitted, like, you know, armory that you, if you were to seize it, you could get your, uh, fully equip your crew. You had, your plan was to come on here, rescue these captives, and then blow this ship up. You are in the cargo hold. You have the captive. How do you intend to do this?
1: Okay. So, I don't mind killing all these people because they're clearly unrepentant slavers. But, uh, it would be nice if we could keep some of this stuff. What if we just, like, threatened to blow up the ship and
0: make them all abandon ship and we can ben take out. all this stuff?
4: Mm, they're going to fight for it,
0: I think. Yeah. yeah, they will not just willingly just be like, oh, man, you guys are going to blow us up. Have, have your way. Chad, you will never get away with this <laughs> shaking my fist at you. Gosh, I mean, our crew is just so miserable without any weapons.
3: What if... We send half of us like so Zelnern pretends like he is, is escaping, runs up with two of us and we distract the crew while another two of us are taking because he's like running with the mermaid, right? And throws her overboard. And so we're distracting the crew while the other two are like taking the cargo and trying to get off the ship.
4: It sounds like a lot of shots my way. Well, Hey, Captain, what if I disguised myself
6: as a mermaid and took my clothes off and you held me in your arms?
0: What What would this accomplish?
2: Oh, sorry. I got-
1: Phil, I, I know. You sound, like, you sound like you might be a little traumatized from watching that guy die. It's okay. You can uh, just take a breather.
6: I, sorry, I got a little bothered there. I mean, um, yeah, I'll act like I'm dead and you'll be like, the mermaid is dead. And then, uh, you'll like tell them that you got to throw me overboard or that you, you, uh, can I disguise myself to look like a scaled mermaid? How does disguise self work? You could be like, I scaled her body and now I'm going to throw her dead body overboard. You could do that. And then, and then we go out to the right, they go out to the left, they pop off and then you like quote unquote slip and fall maybe. And then we both go overboard
0: again we need to blow the ship out
6: i mean we could start a fire with one of the lanterns
0: yeah i think i uh, we need the priorities we need to somehow get these arms off the ship get the mermaid overboard and deal with as little of their crew as possible we saw a number of them in the galley Was there a door to the galley? Yes, there was a door to the galley.
2: You didn't see anyone in the galley earlier. It was... uh, Mm -hmm. Pretty much everyone was on main deck.
0: All right. So I think, yeah, we start lighting fires down here. There was already barrels of gunpowder down here that we can start setting fire to as well. Um, And basically, in the panic, just it seems like a fire was started while we as the crew and crew members are kind of, like, helping out, but not really, just, like, in the chaos, making our way off the ship. Um, Maybe kill the captain. Okay. Yeah, I I think it starts down here with all of us spreading the fire down here as much as possible before anyone notices, so that the most of this below deck can catch fire and take the rest of the ship with it to the point where it's like uncontrollable. Maybe we like set a fire in one of these cabins and lock the door so that they can't get in to stop the fire from spreading from that locked room. Oh, there's Maybe. like
6: a hidden room over here where I found yeah. all these
2: weapons. Yes.
0: Start a fire in there in the mermaid's room. The mermaid uh, room is wet. <laughs> that's fair. Um da, 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 da.
2: Mind you, you reckon that uh, the ship has a uh, minimum crew of 30? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been killed four? No, because you also killed the sick guy. You've killed five. There was a few of them like on shore, but you, you figure there's still 25 people, including a deck wizard and the captain.
0: That's a lot of crew. But I think if we're not like actively looking like we're setting fire to the ship, we can kind of set the fire down here. Most of us kind of just saunter out, mingle, while someone else notices what it's going on. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait, uh,
4: but I'll have to be down here.
0: Yeah, we need to figure out if there's a or way we can get to you, if there's a portal big enough, or if there's an access to the outside of the ship from down here.
4: Well, there's that grate right on the. Oh, there's yes. a grate that
2: leads down to the bilge and up to the main deck.
4: So is there is there a um net or something on the ground here that would pull up if someone pulled on a rope up there? Yeah. Okay, so if I like got on there, if you guys would be able to like oh, yeah. uh, tow me up. That'd oh,
2: be- as a way to like yank uh Zilnirn up trapped in a net so he's hoisted up and he can like ride the uh rope up in a dope jack sparrow type scene.
4: Um that might be a good way to get the mermaid in the barrel up though, actually, too. Mm. it depends on like yeah if someone has to pull with their own strength or it's already like has a has a counterweight that you just cut to pull up
0: i imagine it's a pulley system of some sort um
1: so is there any access to the outside of the ship from the deck run
0: uh no
2: does not seem like it okay why don't we just like keep it
6: simple start a fire Selnirn waits by the stairs to go upstairs. We take some of the blood from those people you murdered or that dude in the hammock, smear it all over him, run up there and be like, the prisoner tried to revolt. We killed him, but he started a fire. Then when they come down here to do the fire, he just gets up and runs up the stairs.
0: Ha, twit Maybe don't
1: say that. Are you okay being covered in blood, Selnirn? Um,
5: yeah, that's, that's fine. It is the blood of my enemies and not my friends.
1: Oh, wow.
6: Man, you are a dwarf. That's fucking metal, dude. <laughs>
1: that is some oh, heavy ore.
6: Zelnurn, is your beard coming in? Man, you Zelnirn,
5: got some stuff. Is, is it? So, does someone have a mirror? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can look later. But okay, uh, the what about the mermaid, though? Well, he just puts the
6: barrel next to him, acts dead when they start to run in the other room. You know what? I mean, if we really want to shake this up, he could take one of the hooded lanterns and like hide it behind the barrel. We could do like a a, a trail of gunpowder. So when they run past him, he lights the trail and then he gets up and goes. Oh, but I just, love
0: that.
6: just a
3: thought. He could also shoot it from a distance too.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think once they start to catch on. Where I mean, yeah, we no, this'll work. This'll work. I mean,
6: didn't you guys get like an ever burning fire or some shit? You Could use that too if you wanted.
0: Oh yeah, we did have that bottle of fire we got from the hags. But that's not also... just
2: a bottle of fire. It it's a bottle of what is it like uh, incendiary awakening, where it both awakens the thing and sets it on fire perpetually. Yeah, Ooh, we can't do that. Have set the Make the ship sentient and that is inc- it on fire.
1: <laughs> it's immoral to ever use.
2: It is a way to no no, like imagine your vacuum's really annoying and like <laughs> keeps breaking and you're genuinely mad at it. This is how you get vengeance on your vacuum.
4: <laughs> that makes sense.
6: We're wasting time though. We've been down here for like an hour.
2: Alright, so gimme the gimme the skinny. What's the full plan?
0: Alright, here's the plan. Zeldarn, we have you and the barrel uh, near the entryway to here cover you in blood make it look like there was a scuffle and you tried to escape and we killed you uh, this is after we have set fi- uh, fire down here uh, set a fire in that storage room where you found all the weapons um, then set some other gun like set some gunpowder trails off um, we I think the majority of us are already above uh, on deck, mingling with the crew. Uh, Maybe they'd start to notice some smoke when this commotion starts going off. I think we start setting off the other gunpowder barrels, and then Phil, you... Or not Phil, uh, Zelnern, you grab the barrel, throw it overboard into the sea. We grab their um, dinghy and uh, sail off. Like it never happened.
3: Does one of us have to point out that Zellnirn tried to revolt? And that we killed him?
0: Yeah, I can I can say that as the first mate uh, judge that it, he was worthy. And we can also blame him for the deaths of the other crew members, too.
3: That is a win. And what the
6: bosun Alright, just hear me out. What if I ran into where that fog's like pluming, and I try and grab that thing. The wizard? Well, no, it's it, if it's a bottle and there's like a general fog in that area, you think the wizard's just like sitting in the fog?
0: Maybe he's a necromancer. They kind of do that.
6: Or, or maybe we could just look for the barrel after all this shit clears out or the bottle. I'm getting greedy. I'm sorry. Let's just let's run it back. Let's do it.
0: No, that's why. That's why we keep you around, Phil. If it wasn't for your greed, we wouldn't have found these weapons.
6: Yeah, man. Don't forget also, it.
0: Also, we need to worry about that catapult on top of the ship too. Um,
6: we can sh- to get well, the guys know that when the the bombs go off, that's the plan, right? You know, explosions equals roll around the corner and start shooting them up, right?
2: Mind you, you're in the cave. So the explosion was basically, it'd break the boat, and then the uh, Melora's Borealis comes rolling in and starts, yeah, yeah. but the ship should be sink by then. At that point, it's just killing men in the water. <laughs>
6: My favorite
2: thing. All right, uh, so what preparations are you taking? Tell me those preparations, and then uh, tell me your next step.
0: All right, so I think we set up a gunpowder barrel in the, uh, outside the bosun's room where the those bodies are where like the bloody scene is Mm -hmm. Um, I think Jules Celeste and Phil you guys should already be up top try and congregate towards the catapult actually we might be able to use that to escape although we do we do need the naughty dream still
6: I ain't leaving my boat you guys can catapult feather fall
2: one of you or something You know, they recall they've been using the Naughty Dreams to ferry goods back to shore. Yeah. So the Naughty Dreams might already be back on
0: shore. Mm -hmm.
6: Oh, okay. Hey, what's this chest over here? What's this
2: bronze box?
0: Yeah, what's that chest? The locked chest? (laughs) I get distracted. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Uh, You find that there is no key readily available, but it doesn't take long for Phil to pick it as you have time. And in there you find that the sea chest is unlocked and contains grubby garments of no value. However, concealed by the garments is a locked, but not trapped iron box. That is what, uh, uh, Phil picks the lock on. And, uh, what is it you discover it contains another r- few rows of the silver pieces for an additional 200 silver pieces as well as a spear a dagger and the remains of a crossbow however all of these this uh or sorry the, the uh sorry not a spear a dagger and a crossbow a trident a dagger that seems to be made of a sharpened piece of undersea bone and then a incredible working of what looks similar to a crossbow but basically launches it's more of like a spear that has like a lever basically a spear-sized crossbow that launches a great forceful bolt beneath the water um and these all seem to be merfolk weapons
4: dibs on the water bazooka
2: the water bazooka is broken, <laughs> mind you, but there. So there is a a, a trident, a merfolk, da- or a merfolk trident, a merfolk dagger, and a merfolk shattered heavy crossbow.
6: These are probably hers, but I don't think we need to
1: say anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think she kind of like. I think she give this to these
4: to us, honestly, for saving should, her life and everything. I
1: think we should give her her stuff back. Yeah, she, she might, might still sh- help us with stuff, to her stuff too. We're
6: gonna take this, and she's gonna give us a reward too.
1: <laughs> She's a slave. Why are we, why are we yeah. trying to ex- exploit the slave?
6: We liberated her. Isn't
2: that God. enough for you? God
1: damn No, it's not.
2: All right, so you've laid the powder keg down, and then you're sending part of your team up above to con- or try and draw attention to themselves and distract
0: while you... No, just have them mingle. Like, don't want them... Oh, just in... mingle, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think I will... Cause a commotion to get people down here. What uh we should also we should start setting fires down here.
3: Okay. We might want to consider moving at least one of the other gunpowder barrels so they don't all blow up because that's a lot of yeah. gunpowder down Put here. Put them it's
2: in like, like four corners. That's... You do discover there are three large gunpowder barrels in here.
0: Okay, yeah, so this will be the main the main focal point of the explosion. Um but yeah, so I think have Zellner and basically you with the barrel hide behind the door so like they burst in, don't see you. I direct them down towards the carnage. I'll shoot the barrel, blow that room up. We get the fuck out of there while the rest <laughs> of the fight, like while the, the rest of the gunpowder trails are started downstairs. Alright, let's start that. Let's Perfect. kick that plane off. i
6: up behind the bar. Here, are let you... me uh, rub you in blood really quick. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow, your right. shells are really hard.
2: Thanks, and you can get more content like that on patreon uh, <laughs> uh so you find or so, so you start laying these gunpowder trails uh and then who goes upstairs i
0: do Celeste, right. jewels and phil
2: celeste jewels and phil uh start heading upstairs while zelnirn and rubert finish off the gunpowder trails um the th- so the three of you head upstairs to start trying to mingle. And as you get upstairs, you do in fact see that Naughty Dreams is currently on the shore. They're actively unloading it, and you don't have long before they start rowing it back towards the boat. You realize there is a crew of five over there on land side who are actively unloading, meaning that there is probably only 20 people on this boat. However, you see that the, the Shroud of Fog has disappeared and instead now visible on the aft castle you see where Captain Sigurd is talking to a uh, man dressed in, uh, like, salty robes. Uh, He is a haggard, um, ruinous-looking person that's the common look among necromancers of such involvement with the undeath, uh, or with undeath, taints your very body and you see who is undoubtedly Punketa their pirate deck wizard up there talking with Captain Sigurd meanwhile maybe 10 to 15 people uh, work along deck Uh, there is no first mate to boss you around nor a uh, bosun to boss you around so you could if you want start joining in with the work people are doing or you could idle about until the captain notices you
1: I just start looking busy
2: all right. Yeah, I pick up a broom, start swabbing. All right. And Celeste, do you uh, pretend to work or do you uh...
3: I pre- I pretend to work, but I try to get closer to Pumketa and Captain Sigurd to see if I can overhear the conversation.
2: All right. I need a uh, set or performance checks from each of you. Ooh, this
1: is an interesting thing to crit on
2: you pretend to do such a good job of cleaning that you actually clean really well you get like lost in the moment you enter like a zen state like a flow state and you're really happy and you realize maybe it's not so bad to be a deckhand uh,
1: i come to an insight on how to better manage my own crew by uh taking on their role
2: <laughs> it's under it's an episode of undercover boss <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: meanwhile uh what did you get phil I got a six. I'm uh, pushing a broom, uh, poorly singing. (laughs) Uh, What would you do with a drunken parrot? What
2: would you do with a drunken (laughs) parrot? a few others join in with you but you can tell you're actually throwing off the rhythm of their work song <laughs> they were already doing they were already in the midst of a sea shanty when you started and your rhythm is wrong and you've stolen the next role. one oh. you've stolen the role of the lead man and it's a, or the caller, and it's just bad uh meanwhile uh what did you get uh, uh celeste
3: i got a 16
2: Celeste, you do, because yours actually matters. So I'm going to, not yours actually matters, but you were close, intentionally close. So the deck wizard and the captain are going to go ahead and make a check. Uh, As you're up there, uh, Celeste, you are actively like sweeping or polishing something, I don't know. And you overhear the captain uh, and the first mate talking, saying, I can't believe, uh, I can't believe her orcs are already there. Um, they seem to be having a conversation, uh, frustrated and angry about that, uh, that monstrous bitch, uh, Gul'deer, captain of the Nasher, who apparently she's made a fortress out of the, uh, the Tooth, or La Isla de la Tiente a.k.a. the Island of Stone Tooth. Uh, apparently, you know, as you overhear them. The captain Goldear, the half dragon captain of the Nasher, the very same captain who sunk the Sturge and tried to kill you all uh, weeks ago, has made this Stone Tooth her private like refuge and uh, island fortress. Um, but you overhear them talking about it, where they've clearly been trying to take the Stone Tooth in order to seize the treasures buried within. Uh, but they've clearly had issues in the orcs uh, that are the and monstrous crew belonging to Goldier damaged them not long ago. However, as you're overhearing them, you see they kind of start to look down in your direction. Not Punketa, as he's going on and on about how if you just let me uh, if you just let me make that deal in arrangements, if we just uh, would dr- delve down into the deep. I could make it to where I'm strong enough that I could wipe that entire place off the surface. And he seems to be bidding for dark magics to be employed so that he could conjure up great spells to just clear Goldier's forces away. But you see that the captain has stopped paying attention and instead watching the way that you polish the uh, like walls, I don't know, whatever people do on boats or like oil up the the deck and uh, you're like up on the poop deck with them. And he's watching you and says, You there. What mm. be your name, deckhand? D- Derek,
3: sir. Captain, sir.
2: Deception.
3: <clears throat> I got a 15.
2: You came. He looks at you with his eyes squinting, almost like a snake's eyes, Captain Sigurd's snake eyes. And he looks at you and says, "Ye came aboard with Bjorn, didn't ye?" Yes, Captain. And how long you been since service here at the port?
3: It, it, it's hard to tell time, sir. I'm not not very smart, but it's been a while.
2: Deception.
3: <laughs> Seven.
2: And tell me, Miss Derrick, what ain't smart? Were you planning on—were ye planning on driving a dagger into me now, or is there some greater plot afoot? He brandishes his uh, short sword and says, "Belay any thoughts of defense, and lay yourself down upon the deck, or else I'll be carving you up here before there's even a question asked." What did you just say? Uh he has told you to uh surrender.
3: I, I don't have a dagger, sir. I don't uh, ref- have a dagger to surrender.
2: Refusing to and surrender. S- uh or do, do you refuse to surrender?
3: you like look around to see how close everyone is? I'm trying to stall for time.
2: You can't see the actions going on below deck, but as you uh as you start to say uh, uh like trying to as you start to try to uh, distract and uh, belabor, but the captain is clearly looking at you, about to attack you or otherwise uh, subdue you. Down below deck, uh, Zellner and Robert, just as the captain is drawn his blade upon Celeste, threatening her, realizing and catching her in both of her bold-faced lies, the two of you have finished laying the gunpowder. The fires, if you wanted to start them, have already begun to set. What mm-hmm. do you do?
0: All right, Zillern, get behind the door. Uh, The gunpowder is next to the three big barrels in this room. Oh, shit. Oh, I forgot something really quick. I run down and I grab the parrot.
2: (laughs) You've got a parrot under your arm. You've got your... uh... Your scimitar, in the other hand, Uh, Zelnern is crouched behind the door. The fire is sizzling behind you, leading to that first barrel of gunpowder where it'll blow and then sending fire out towards the other barrels and intending to set them to blow as well, right?
0: Yes. Uh, So I'm going to. All right. Get ready. And so I'm going to set the parrot down by like the entryway to the door, kind of like on the opposite side of the door is Zelnurn. And I'm going to fire my gun off in the air.
2: Oh, and that's the gun you took from uh from Fritov, right? Uh,
0: the- oh I've had I've had the this was from um Laskalar.
2: Okay, I have cool. that gun. Oh, you have yeah. That was not yeah. you
3: took for toffs.
2: You fire the gun off into the end, and the explosion echoes out, the black powder ringing in your ears. The whole crew turns, snapping its head that way, distracting everyone for a faint second. Everyone that was prepared for this has a is able to act in a surprise round. Roll initiative, and let's see what you do.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus, two threes, come on. Four. Eleven.
2: Uh, Celeste? 10. Robert,
0: 24? Uh, 7.
2: Alright, uh, Phil Collins? 19. Alright, uh, Phil, you are the first to act. You guys have surprise rounds, so you're, you've are you heard the shot ring out. What do you do? Uh, I'm gonna cast Expedious Retreat on myself, and then I'm gonna run towards the
6: captain and
2: be like, Captain, what do we do? Uh, towards the, uh, the captain of the, uh, To... Uh, Sniggered
6: oh, Snake Man.
2: All right, you rush towards Sigurd Snake Eyes, moving with incredibly expeditious speed, crying, Captain, what do we do? Make a deception check to see if you further or if you convince him that you're on his team.
6: Oh, God. I hit the laggy roller. Hold on.
2: Laggy roller. Bro, you never hit the laggy roller. 16. 16, you say?
0: Laggy roller
2: i hardly even know her uh 16 you do or he seems so distracted by the gunshot uh and you don't fortunately you don't do so bad that you break him from his reverie and give him a chance to act in the surprise round uh sigurd is still baffled and confused trying to understand what just happened what was that shot who rang out um and then phil that was your action and uh bonus okay. action the pirates yep. are still surprised. Zelnern, what do you do? You're behind the door.
5: I, I bust out from behind the door and don't say surprise, and I run up the stairs.
2: All right, you uh you bust the door, or you throw the door open. Uh, you're running up to the uh, aft castle, like up to the poop deck where the captain is, or where are you trying to go?
5: Yes, I thought I was bringing the barrel
2: to the water. I was asking you what you're doing.
5: Yes, I'm I'm running up to the water. I thought the gun went off, and they're down here. It did. The gun they're...
2: went off, and I'm asking what you're you're you've gone through a door and moved up the stairs. Is that what I'm understanding? And then I need to know what yes. your goal is. I'm going to the water, for, to the side of the boat. All right. So, uh, so and you throw the door open, holding the barrel like aching because you're holding a barrel containing an entire mermaid and all of the water it's hundreds of pounds somehow you've managed to hurl it up the stairs and you're running up and you reach the edge of like the gunnel and leaning over you can drop the barrel over if you want into the water below Uh, drop it down the barrel falls down uh popping on down and hits the side of the boat as it goes there's a wincing uh, and you hear a and the barrel hits the water though and begins to sink down below the way or like the cavey waves. Uh, meanwhile the crew turns surprised oh. at the sight of it, the turtle covered in blood after the gunshot throwing a barrel overboard and looking over at this enraged monster. Their fear is entirely focused on Zelnern. Jules, what do you do? You're up on deck being incredibly good uh, cleaner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm you know I'm so in the zone. I don't even know. I'm in like in a flow state. Might, might, might not even notice. Um shit, I mean I feel like we just need to get the hell out of here, frankly. Uh that's a touch one. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so you like stay I- on deck. I lost, I just, the plan just flew out of my mind. I was so focused on cleaning, the plan just flew out
2: of my mind. All right, inspiration and Jules is surprised as well. Uh, As the gunshot rings out, Celeste, er, you managed to get the upper hand on the captain because he's surprised by the sudden gunshot. He was about to attack you, but you managed this one chance to uh, try and escape. What do you do?
3: I run around him and I shoot at Punketta. relieved at the timing that I don't have to try to lie anymore.
2: All right, so, your goal, so you go to engage Punketto with, in combat, knowing that the uh, below the uh, barrels are about to explode, blowing up the ship and everybody on it.
3: That's a good point. Mm, I'll like ready my gun in case someone tries to attack me, but I'll actually try to just disengage and head towards the catapult.
2: Alright, so you pull the gun out, but you rush off towards the catapult, having to cross over to the forecastle as you are on the poop deck. So rushing off that way past the crew, you're kind of caught in the middle of the main deck, and rushing up the stairs of the poop deck as you go. You pass by a distracted uh, Jules on the uh, stairs, who's not able, or who's like so focused in his work, he doesn't really know what's going on. Rubert, I able
3: to like accidentally run into him? Like bump him a little
2: bit? Yeah, you bump and jostle Jules, who kind of remembers, oh shit! Uh, was- the who is that <laughs> the gunpowder Rubert, what do you do?
0: Rubert still as uh the first mate runs out of the door I every able-bodied man the tur- the turtle man he freed the lizard folk anyone who can ar- get to arms run downstairs and take out with these fucking lizards
2: <laughs> uh I'm gonna need a deception. it's gonna be with disadvantage
0: to. Why? Why? Is is
2: because you're referencing lizard folk as prisoners when they're allies.
0: Yeah, he got them to his side because he's a fucking lizard person too. <laughs> but that's
2: why disadvantage. Uh, shit, this could be twelve. All right, let's see what the crew gets. Plus zero the crew seems confused and baffled but they don't seem to believe the first mate's order they turn That doesn't mean they believe you're a liar yet but it's going to be up to captain sigurd to distract them punketta on the other hand uh looks down at uh, the chaos moving about he's just seen celeste uh, zip off he's just seen uh uh he's just seen um Phil run up to the captain begging for what to do, but he believes Phil is not a, uh, problem. Uh, he's just seen Rubert and he's seen, uh, and he's seen Zellnerd, uh, and seeing the three of you... Uh, he calls up sudden, a cackling lightning from his hands, and seeing Celeste running away, he stretches his hand out, and a bolt of witch fire explodes from his hand... Celeste, you cry out as the beam of crackling electricity courses uh, forward towards you and attempts to strike into you for, oh god, 19 to hit.
3: That's a hit. Uh,
2: And he was casting this at second level, so you're going to take 2d12 lightning damage. You take 5 plus... Six, you take 11 lightning damage, but the arcing lightning explodes, extending between you and Puketa across the deck as he crosses towards you. And you realize that at the start of his turns, he can use an action to just automatically deal an additional lightning damage. As it's arcing and shocking into you, the deck wizard snarls and says, come back here, you rat scallion. Whatever you're planning won't work. And then it's- shot him. Uh, and then it is Phil, your turn you've the has walked clean past you you're alone with the captain on the uh, aft castle on the poop deck
6: do I see this bottle anywhere this ever song? uh
2: you with your passive perception you notice that it's tied around Punketa's waist who's just stepped down onto the main deck
6: how close is Punketa to the edge of the boat
2: uh he's probably within five feet of the edge of the boat he's just stepped down on wanna... it
6: I want to try and bull rush him off the edge into right. the water with me. You
2: hop over the rail, your uh, wooden leg, or like your peg leg clattering against the deck as you tackle into Punketta. Make an athletics. You do have advantage because he thought you were a friendly crew member. Cool. Tis 15 compared to the weak Punkheta, tries to dodge out of the way. Uh, He gets a 9. You shove Punkheta and he topples overboard with a cry, and splashes down into the water 10 to 15 feet below. However, you had to make a lunge over to get to him. I need a DC 10 deck save so that you don't also fall over, unless you do.
6: I'm going in with him. Okay, you
2: dive in with Punketa. The two of you hit the water in a splash and tumultuous uh, kicking of water as you sink down down into the dark black cave water the pirates suddenly uh, aware and alive of what's going on move hazardously to try and apprehend the uh, the turtle and the uh, and the uh, c- crew member running away from them on the deck the bulk of them move after the turtle uh, quickly drawing up their weapons and daggers and what have you and descending upon Zelnern Zelnern you are washed in a sea of them what is your AC? ace Uh, They crush into you, and using the uh, DMG's rules for uh, 5e DMG, many monsters attacking at once rules, and there's 15 of them attacking. So their blades fall and drop on you, and according to the DMG, that means for every three of them that attack you, uh, you're going to take one hit. 15 of them swing their daggers and swords down. I'm Sorry, no, there's only about 12 on deck. So four of them swing their daggers and swords down on you. And Zelnurn, you take a slashing beating as you take six plus one plus six, so 13 plus five, 18 plus four. Oh. You take you take 22 slashing piercing damage as they stab and cut into you. Uh, Zelnurn is taking the full effect of all of the forces piling onto him. Uh, and then it is, uh, Zelnurn, your turn. You're at the gunnel edge. You've just thrown it over. Your back is held towards the, uh, the crew as they're stabbing and cutting, trying to stab into you, shouting, kill the tortle! Death to the tortle! I uh, steadily, but
5: with, with a decent amount of, uh, hustle, get up to the, um, the, uh, catapult.
2: So you're going to have to make a strength athletics to shove your way through the massive crew surging in to stab you to death. 17. Oh hey, you managed to shove somebody out of the way. You like pick some uh, one of the g- crewmen up and just kind of toss him. You shove your way up the steps and you reach towards the forecastle's catapult. Uh, you've used your action to get here though, um, and or maybe even a bonus action because tumbling technically uh, or shove through whatever it's called. You've pushed your way through here and you've gotten to the catapult. You do have an action if you want to use it.
5: I do want to use it. One second. Um. Uh, I. I say um um don't go down into the uh bottom of the ship i left treasures
2: (laughs) what's even your goal ace to get them down to the bottom (laughs) to stop chasing me and die from fire (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a deception. DC is going to be 25, though, as you're... Uh, yeah, let's do it. As they're stabbing, and you're like, no, you'll miss my treasures down below. Because <laughs> They could just kill you and then get the treasure. <laughs>
4: um, I got less than 25.
2: You got less than 25. All right, uh, that makes sense, because I don't think you have a more than plus six deception. Um, unfortunately, they don't buy it. Uh, Captain Sigurd uh, has just seen uh Phil attempt to uh wait, what did you do on your turn, Phil? Oh yeah, you just you jumped. Yeah, you jumped yeah. So you've just jumped past Captain Sigurd and knocked uh Puketta off the ship. Captain Sigurd sees Rubert there across the way. Uh drawing I don't know with a short There is Scimitar already drawn, realizes Rubert. Is not his ca- or his first mate, Bloody Bjorn. He leaps the rail, landing on the deck in front of uh, Rubert, his blade drawn. He uh, growls at you and says, I don't know who you are or what you think you've done, but you're going to die before you can accomplish it. And then he stabs his blade into Rubert. Rubert, the blade cuts against you, one with his shorts or his rapier cutting at you for 12 to hit. Miss. Uh, But then, uh, in the other hand, uh, he pulls out another short sword and stabs that at you for 24 to hit. That's a hit. The blade arcs into you for a terrible bit of damage uh, as he cuts into you for 8 slashing damage.
0: Oh, oof, owie, my bones.
2: Um, he cuts into you and then shouts, shape up, ya dogs! As, uh, you dogs, know, to his crew around him. It's then, Jules, your turn. You've snapped out of it. You realize, you remember the gunpowder is about to blow at the top of the next round. What do you do? Oh my God, this isn't my ship. Oh my God, he's attacking Robert. Uh Let's get out of here.
1: I say to myself, not trying to alert the enemy crew.
2: Or sorry, you have the um, yeah, top of the next round. So not this coming round, but the round after is when the gunpowder's like to blow. I mean, at the beginning of my next or by the beginning of my next turn I You'll have under, one turn. You'll have internet. one turn
1: after this. Got it. In that case, I will try to see if I can help Robert out. Okay. I don't know if this is within the spirit of what Shapewater can do. I want to like throw some water under Captain Sigurd and like freeze it. Is gonna do Where are you getting the water from? Uh, like we're on a boat. I don't know.
2: There... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if the boat was already like in a storm or something and drenched with water, I'd Got say, yeah, it. that's cool. But shape water moves water or can freeze water, this would be doing both of it. So perfect. In that case,
4: I'll suck the water out of his blood.
2: No, ah! uh,
1: I'll learn there. I need to get to bloodbending later. Um
2: You realize there's no ice for you to, or water for you to turn to ice to cause him to slip. What do you do?
1: I look left and right desperately, uh, and I cast uh, infestation on the captain. (laughs) One last bout of buggy boys to get this bad guy. Unfortunately,
2: the captain got a 21, so unfortunately, he resists the infestation of uh, bugs, uh, shoving them back, focusing his attention (laughs) still on Rubert. And I run to the edge of the boat, getting ready to evacuate. All right, so you're going to jump next turn. Uh, Celeste, you've, you're you getting arced with lightning by the wizard Ponqueta. Ah, he says as he shouts about unlimited powder.
3: Does he, like, have to concentrate on uh, that or it, something? Like, he's got thrown into the water.
2: Oh, that's true. He was thrown overboard. Never mind. Uh, his concentration is shattered. So the lightning is no more as uh, it just arcs wildly Ooh. into the air as he shouts, unlimited power! <laughs> and uh, is drowning overboard. Celeste, you're no longer lightning. What do you do?
3: Thank God. I am going to, as I'm running towards the catapult, I'm going to take a uh, starry form. Okay. Um, turn into a chalice. And then I am going to send... Uh, Eleven healing towards Zelnern. Good call. And um, ten healing towards Ruber.
2: Damn, that's a that's a solid first level healing spell.
3: It was a second level.
2: Oh, well, can someone please,
6: yeah. someone please say it for me? Form, Form of, of a chalice.
3: A chalice.
2: <laughs> All right, and then Swim you star a nice chalice, power chalice power so,
3: makeup.
2: No. Alright, you get to the, uh, you get to the trebuchet. You and Zelner now at the trebuchet waiting, knowing the, uh, the stuff is soon to blow. Rubert, you're locked in combat with the captain. What do
0: you do? Uh, I'll, like, run my hand over my face. I, you don't know who I am. I am Rubert Grayson, captain of Melora's Boreal, and you will soon hear my name across the shattered isles as I reach back and shoot the gunpowder barrel in the room down below. Pretty fucking
2: cool. Uh, the barrel explodes instantly. There is a rupturing
0: boom.
2: Everyone on boat needs to make a DC 15 deck save or else be knocked prone. Those people off boat are fortunately insulated by the uh, water.
0: My guts hurt. <laughs> 18.
2: Jules and uh, Celeste and Zelnirn, what'd you get? Got a 17. Got exactly 15. 17. All right, you all managed to keep your footing. The crew as a whole does not. They fall prone, several of them toppling overboard. In fact, the whole aft castle explodes open as that gunpowder, or I guess the main deck, as the gunpowder erupts open. Uh, Jules, you've... You're at, because you were still down on the main deck. Unfortunately, this does hurl you overboard into the water. And, uh, or actually, sorry, I'll let you deck save to be hurled into the water. Uh, elsewise, you're going to be taking damage from this gunpowder. Okay. I got a 12. Just barely enough to hop overboard, so you don't take the full 76. Uh, you hop overboard, Jules, only taking... All right, you take uh, 13 fire damage as you hop overboard instead of the full 30 that it would have dealt, um, landing uh, in the water in a burning pain. Meanwhile, the ship, you hear the fire burning out, and it's basically about to hit the other kegs and explode by the uh, top of the uh, next round. Basically, everyone gets one more turn before the ship blows. Uh, Rubert, do you have any movement to do as the captain's thrown to his feet? Yeah, the captain was thrown to the ground. Hmm.
0: No, I think I'm going to stay there. It's just too dramatic to not have a little <laughs> bit of a duel with him.
2: Okay. Uh, Punketa pulls himself to his feet, shouting, shave up, you dogs, as his uh, people around him kind of start to rally back to him. He throws himself to his feet, flourishing his blade, and he plunges it in into you and says, "Ye yeah, bastard, you yeah, damned me sea ghost. 17 to hit, followed by the short sword, cutting in for a 19 to hit. Against me? You against you, yeah.
0: Yeah, those are both hits.
2: Uh, The scimitar cuts in you for 15 slashing, and the short sword for 11 piercing. You ruined me
0: Sea Ghost.
2: You'll die with it, he says, plunging the one blade in, and then slashing against you, a gaping c- uh, cut left against Ruber's chest. Does that knock you out, Ruber? Yeah, it does. Rubert, you topple to the ground. You're seeking a story being your undoing as a classic thing for Rubert. The rest <laughs> of you look over as you see Ruber has uh, been laid, t- laid low by uh, the captain. Um, Phil, what do you do?
6: So... <clears throat> In the water with this, with punqueta mm-hmm. am I able to just pilfer this off of him and run away? This yeah, this you can't have to.
2: It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a uh, acrobatic or a sleight of hand contested by his uh, acrobatics.
6: Sleight of hand is plus two. That, my friend, is
2: a fourteen. Well, Punketa... It's an eight. You snatch the bottle off of him, kicking the wizard down into the water. He gasps He's out. He's in the water. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. both in the water together. Uh, you kick him down farther into the water as you snatch the bottle from him and start swimming to the surface.
6: I want to. Does Expedious Retreat work with swim speed or is it just yeah. move speed?
2: It doesn't give you a swim speed, but
6: um, where are there pirates on my naughty dreams right now?
2: Uh, d- Over on land. Yeah motherfuckers
6: okay um can i i want to is it dangerous to swim out to the cave mouth I'm going to swim to the cave mouth knowing that the boys are going to come around the corner in the ship.
2: All right, you start swimming out towards the cave mouth. Uh, It's a bit dangerous, but you're basically that exits you safely from combat and away from the grand explosion that's about to come. Uh, The pirates aboard the ship struggle to their feet. Um, Many of them now trying to abandon ship, knowing that that explosion means doom for them. As they start to try and hop overboard, uh, as the fire burns out and they hear other kegs starting to go off, Zelnurn, you know this is the last turn you have before the ship goes boom. What do you do? And uh, Rubert is dying on deck. Uh, Jules is still on deck. Or no, Jules has been thrown overboard. Celeste and you are next to the trebuchet. What do you do? How far away is uh, um, Rubert from me? Uh, Rubert is maybe uh, like 20 feet, but he's he's on the main deck while you're up on the uh, uh, forecastle. He's, so he's maybe 10, 15 feet from you, but you're on different levels.
4: Uh, is anyone else close enough to get him before I'd have to get him?
2: Uh, you and Celeste are the only people left on the boat. You each have one turn before the ship goes boom.
4: Um, well, I feel like I gotta save Robert. I mean, I'm gonna, uh, from where I am, I'm gonna uh, get a running jump and jump
2: down to where he is at. All right, so you rush over towards him, shoving a few people out of the way. You grab hold of him, and if you succeed on a strength athletics check to shove past the captain, you can jump off the boat with him. Anyone got inspiration to give him?
4: Um, I'm going to um, uh, get enraged. Oh, can you hear me? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get enraged so I can have strength on my. um, Your athletics on this? uh, Advantage on on
2: this? On my strength check here. Hell yeah. Can I
3: give him my inspiration?
2: Yeah already had advantage so that doesn't do oh
3: never mind i'll use it later
2: all right so you run you're trying to shove past the captain as he tries to box you in that's uh 16
4: you shove
2: into the captain and the captain gets his oh he has plus five on his athletics but I rolled a three. The uh, uh, cat, the captain tries to brace you, but you crack him in the shoulder. He stumbles back into the center of the breaking apart main deck and you grab the dying Ruber, bleeding as he is, and jump into the cavern's waters, plunging down below. Jules, you've already made it safely into the water. You swim away to safety, I assume? Yeah, I just swim full speed away from the ship uh punketa realizing his uh his bottle has been stolen chases tries to chase after uh uh phil there in the water he kicks and tries to chase after him but is incapable of it thanks to the uh water and phil had a expeditious retreat actually punketa doesn't like that he's drowning in the water he uses Misty Step to put himself back up on the ship where he thinks it's safe because he was underwater when the explosion happened. So he uh, swims to the surface, Misty Steps himself back aboard, looking at the captain as the captain's eyes are wide and he says, we're dead, Poonketa. We're fucking dead. Celeste, you're the last one to hear that before the ship goes boom. What do you do?
3: I am going to... Misty step into the water because I don't think I'll survive the catapult. Since we needed the feather fall,
6: yeah.
3: <laughs> um, so I'm going to misty step into the water towards Rubeire and Zalnern, and then as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Healing Word on them.
2: Hell yeah! Uh, uh, and then like you can't of, like, you, you can't do two leveled spells in the same turn. Um, oh, okay, then I'll so just... So you, you could have jumped into the water.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay, then yeah, I'll just jump into the water.
2: All right, you jump into the water with a hard, painful splash, but the surface is broken by all of the rupturing explosion of the ship. You land in the water and cast out that magic, healing both Zelnern and Rubert at the same time, gasping Rubeir back to life. And as she heals that HP into Rubeir, Robert, you're in the water in Zelnern's hands, coughing up water. What do you do? <coughs>
0: Um, I look. Can I see the captain uh, see on the ship aboard. from here? Yes. Uh, yeah. how much did you heal me for, by the way?
3: Uh, you got twelve and zone there and got
0: eight. I look up to the captain. I say, it's only right for a captain to go down with his ship, and I like, cast hold person on him.
2: No Hell yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, he fails the wisdom save. Uh because i got a four uh he sits there paused and framed Punqueta looks over suddenly realizing he should not have teleported onto the ship and with that the ship goes because he also is going to have a turn to jump off but uh you just paralyzed him on board his boat Uh, rupturous explosions pinpoint four different spots on the boat uh, blowing out in those spaces and suddenly the whole ship collapses in on itself as the explosions of burning fire erupt around you see a brief image of captain sigurd paralyzed as the ground drops from underneath him it's literally exactly that scene in pirates of the caribbean the third when uh the the bad guy captain uh, is falling into it or like watching around his ship as it's like breaking apart around him meanwhile Punketa just looks on in terror as he uh, is consumed by fire you hit the water hard splashing in it uh and you hear the screams of dying men in the water though you all had made it safely to the water and to safety um but before uh, anybody can start to get to land to reunite a defense, in comes pushing Melora's Borealis, rowed by men pushing along the walls with heavy poles, shoving the boat in. The cannon held. There is a boom as the cannon shoots forward, striking a last remnant of the of uh, uh, the sea ghost as its crumbled remains sink in. Uh, you hear the crew shouting as javelins are thrown and like what loose like cross like shitty crossbows they had or rocks and pieces of debris are tossed hitting pirates in the water sending them to a watery grave you grab hold of ropes and pull yourself on board taking a charge back on your vessel as the pirate crew of the sea ghost is laid bare the crew pulls up short so that the ship doesn't run aground on the wreckage of the sea ghost in here uh but you have successfully destroyed the sea ghost and stopped its raids on the uh, imperial ships yeah woo woo you all get a level for that hey sweet
0: yeah. level 5 baby you've
2: uh in, in so doing you've uh, you've affected some significant change here in the shattered isles
0: hey how you doing chaotic normies it's me your friend ryan who plays your favorite bard or bear gray on chaotic normal the shattered isles thanks for listening um you, to the conclusion of the hunt for the sea ghost i think things will start opening up here as we start to explore the shattered isles and we'll get to see uh more wild and wacky adventures as we explore the high seas <clears throat> Uh, don't forget to rate and review on iTunes. Share with your friends, your family, your neighbors, and that weird guy across the street that you sometimes see occasionally looking into your window, but you're not quite sure, so you can't really do anything about it. Uh, follow us on social medias. Check out or any questions or comments or concerns or your uh, your newest. Um, screenplay send that over to Pod at gmail.com and I'll give it a give it a once over and give you my pe- patented peer review but uh, yeah that's everything for this week uh, next week we'll be starting a new arc uh, and we'll see where that takes the crew of Melora's Borealis and hopefully they remember that Ribera's cursed with a Kraken hey let's see but uh, until then Uh, you know, you know, what's up and that's, um, bye.